Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmaria.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys that are watching have any questions, feel free to ask, like, ask me whatever you want. I'm here to help you. But I'm going to just go ahead and riff on these questions. So Gabby says, I would like to ask you, what's your process and when you're creating a new product? Do you brainstorm or just think of something that would be helpful to your avatar? Okay, so I'm going to talk, talk about this. She has a bunch of questions in here, but I'll start with this one. So this is like, oh, you guys are crooked. Sorry. Um, so I've been blogging now to my avatar and to my audience for a while. So I have a good sense of like what they like and what they don't like, right? So I feel like if I were going to start a product now, I would probably have a pretty good sense of what, you know, what to do. But when you're just starting out, this is what I suggest. A lot of times my ideas, like, especially when I started, I would be like, oh my God, I, they're going to love this. They're going to love this so much. I have the perfect idea. I have the perfect thing to say. I know exactly what they need. And then I would make it and it would be a big flop, right? <laughs> so you do not want to spend time making a product that no one wants. Like that's the goal. The goal is always to invest time in making products that, you know, will help people that are powerful, that are strong, that people want. We don't want to be, you only have so much time. Like I'm, I'm sure all of you know, like our time is our most precious resource, especially as bloggers, because there's always stuff to do, there's always more to do, there's always stuff we could be doing. So we wanna be smart about how we spend our time. So when you're thinking about making a product, I would start by making blog posts about topics related to what that product is gonna be and see if your audience likes them, see if they get traction. And then I would make an opt-in related to that blog post and to that topic and see if people opt-in, see if people want that freebie, see if, that's something your audience actually wants. So if I were gonna make a product, I don't know, about like anxiety, right? I would start making blog posts about anxiety related, you know, to see if, are the people that are reading my blog actually struggling with this? Is this actually information that they want? And create a bunch of free information related to your product and see if you're, can you guys see my face? My comments are weird on this. And see, um, see if your avatar wants that. If they don't want free information about it, they're not gonna pay you <laughs> to solve their problem, right? So you wanna make information that they need that is going to help them. Figure out what their problems are. What are they struggling with? What do people ask you about all the time? This is a great way to figure out products. If your people are constantly emailing you, if people are constantly DMing you, if people are asking you the same questions over and over again, and maybe when you're starting, like keep a list, like what are people asking you? Like really, or journal on it. Like what do people ask me about? What do people ask me for? Those are the things like if they're asking you for free information, if they're asking for help with a, with a problem and then you come out with a paid product that solves that problem, that is helpful, that has good information, that will save them time and like improve their lives and get them results, you know, then they'll pay you money for it. But if they're not going to be interested in the free information, they're not going to pay you money to solve their problem, right? So I would start by creating content around, built around what that blog, like what the product is you want to create. So make blog posts and then make a freebie, right? So if I wanted to make a product about anxiety, I would write the blog post about anxiety and then I would make a freebie that's like, I don't know, anxiety survival checklist or 10 things to know about anxiety or anxiety workbook or anxiety printable, whatever, self-care, anxiety printable thing. I don't know. <laughs> I would make the freebie 
and I would put it in the blog post and put it on my site. Maybe put it as a pop-up. Put it as a pop-up on your whole site and see if people want it. And if people are opting in for that free thing, then that's a pretty good indication that they would buy your anxiety masterclass or your anxiety workshop or your anxiety, I don't know, whatever the product is that you're making. The other thing you can do is you can make, not all products are created equal, right? You can create a small product to, to start with. You can, and this is like what I would advise, like honestly for you guys that, well, maybe not, I don't know. I, this is the other thing I'll say about products. And you guys like probably know what I'm gonna say already if you've been listening to me for a long time. But there's no like right or wrong, right? There are people that have small audiences that sell freaking $5,000 coaching packages or $10,000 courses, right? And there are people that sell a bazillion like $30 courses that's kind of what I do on my site right I have a lot of traffic and I sell a lot of $30 things like I don't I don't even think I really sell anything anymore that costs more than $30 I just sell a lot of $30 things that's like my strategy but there's different ways to do it there's no like right way to do it right there's no way that's like create a product in this price range and then you get this level of success like that's not how it works you have to figure out what price range you want to charge for what problem you want to solve, like how you want to do it. It's much different for me. I sell $30 products, but they're evergreen workshops that I record and then I sell them, right? But if I were going to work with people one-on-one, if I were going to do coaching, if I were going to do like you get calls with me, that would be much more expensive, right? So I can charge a lot less because it takes a lot less of my energy, right? When I work with people one-on-one, it energetically drains me. It's like, I can't make more content. I can't do more things because for me, that's like a really draining thing to do. But making the workshops is like pretty easy. I can just make them and repurpose them and then sell them over and over and over again. Does that make sense? You guys have any questions about what I'm saying? Let me know. I see a few of you watching, I think. Um, let me know if this is making sense, if you have any questions, but that's what I would do. I would make blog posts and freebies around that content and start getting a sense of what people want. And your freebies will give you like a sense of like, you know, do people actually want this or do they not? Like, you know what I mean? So if people aren't wanting your free content, if people don't have like, don't want free information about solving that problem that your course is gonna solve, then I don't see like the point in making it. So I would do that. Let me look at the rest of her question. Do you brainstorm or just think of, okay, do you brainstorm? Okay, this, okay, here's another tangent I'll go on. I am an ideas person. I don't know, do you guys struggle with ideas or like, I just have so many ideas. I always have so many ideas. I have a million ideas. Ideas, but ideas to me, this is what I always tell people. Ideas are useless if you do not execute. They just are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I have a thousand ideas. It doesn't matter if I have a million dollar idea if I don't execute it. (laughs) So to me, because I have so many ideas all the time, execution is all that matters. Execution is all that matters. Ideas do not matter to me. I don't care about ideas. I only care about execution. So I care about ideas in the sense that I want to be inspired and I want to have a lot of them. So I've talked about this before in the podcast, but I treat ideas as sacred. And so when I get ideas, I'm like, thank you universe, thank you God, like, cause I believe like, you know, I, that's my spiritual belief, but I believe like my ideas come from like an inspired, like higher divine place. I'm like, oh, thank you for this idea. And I write it down and then I don't do anything to it <laughs> until I finish the project I'm working on. I do one project at a time and I execute. And then when I'm done executing that, I do another one because I have so many ideas all the time. What will happen is that I end up, you know, doing one project and then doing another project and doing another project and never finishing anything, right? And that's that whole thing of like ideas are useless if you're not executing, if you're not finishing them, if you're not making content, if you're not putting things out in the world, your ideas don't like, doesn't matter. You could have zero ideas or a thousand ideas. If you're not executing, doesn't matter. It's all the same. So that's kind of my brainstorming process. I do keep a list of like ideas and I write them down 
and I put them away. I don't, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about them until I need them. And then I'll go back and I'll ask myself, you know, what feels aligned. This is also part of like my spiritual belief about like creating products, right? I'll ask myself, like, you know, I did this earlier. I was like doing a workshop earlier for my VIP group on my mental health group. We're doing like limiting beliefs. Um, I have a membership site. They pay $10 a month and they get a workshop from me every month. And I, I had the slides, but before I recorded it, I went for a walk and I said prayers and I said, you know, what is the message? What do I need to say? Like, what do they need from me? You know? And I, I just said like, God, angels, universe, like guide me. Like, what do I need to say? You know? And I'll, I'll ask that same way, like about products, like what is the next step? I, that's like something I ask all the time. Like, you know, what's the next step in my business? How can I make a bigger impact? How can I help more people? How can I serve? Right. I ask myself those questions and I journal on them or I'll go for, I've really been into like this, like taking a walk and saying prayers lately. So I'll take a walk and I'll, I'll ask myself like, you know, what's the next step in my business? What does my audience need to me? What can I say? How can I make an impact? How can I help someone today? How can I serve? How can I show up to serve more people? Ask yourself that like related to products. What product does my audience need from me? You know, and it doesn't matter if you're spiritual or you're not spiritual. Like if you're not, if you're not spiritual, like just ask your higher self, right? Your, your like higher, most guided self, your subconscious mind, or just sit down with your journal and ask yourself, like you have the answers. <laughs> what is the next step for me? What does my audience need? And if that's a product, if it's a course, if it's a workbook, if it's a free course, you know, I don't know. It's like different things at different times, right? We're going to, that's the thing, like with being in this space is we're going to be making a lot of content all the time. You're going to be making free things. You're going to be making paid things. You're going to be making expensive things, cheap things. Just ask yourself, like, what is the next step for me? What does my audience need? What's right for me? And you know, people will, people also have been asking me about like how many people you need on an email list or like how many, how big does my audience need to be before products? And it's like, I don't know, like there's no right answer to that. You know, like what is right for you? You know, the answer for you. No one is going to know your business. No one's going to know your business, your audience, your people, your message, your mission, the way you do. No one. I don't care who they are. I don't care how, how experienced they are. And it's not that people can't help you and give you good advice. Like that's not what I'm saying, but you know, your business, you know what you're here to do you know your mission, you know your audience better than anyone ever will. So ask yourself, like, don't ask like other people, right? Sit and ask yourself, like, you know, what does my audience need from me? Do they need more free content? Do they need more um, freebies? Do they need a free five day challenge? Do they need a workbook? Do they need a, a low end offer? Do they need a high end offer? Do they, what do they need? What is the next step? And what is the next step for my business? What's the next step in building this business? And ask yourself, get quiet and ask yourself, hey girl, how do you decide what ideas to execute? All of them. <laughs> No, not all of them. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> I have way too many ideas. I'm an idea like queen. You can ask like anybody that's ever worked with me. Uh, like I'll just like come up with like ideas and some of them are good and some of them are, are bad, right? It's like, you know, but ideas are not like an issue for me personally. It's different for everyone. Everyone, you know, works in different ways. But Melissa, that's what I do. I like literally ask myself like, what does my audience need? How can I serve them? What do they need from me? How can I help them? And I ask myself, I get quiet and I ask myself like that's, I, people, I feel like people get annoyed following me on the internet because that's kind of my answer to everything, right? I get quiet. I go for a walk. I look up at the trees. I say like, thank you for this life. I'm so happy to be here. I get in gratitude. And then I ask like, what is the next step? I'm willing to be led. I'm willing to be guided. I'm willing to rise up. I'm willing to do my part. I'm ready to do the work. What is the next step, right? And I say those prayers over and over again, more or less like all day, like throughout my life. And then I am guided to, to the next step. And I do, I take inspired action. 
sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's like logical. And then other times it's like, I think I need to make this thing for my audience. And if I feel that in my heart, if I'm walking around saying those prayers and I feel in my heart, I need to make something for my audience. That's how I pick. Like that really is how I pick. I feel like people want like me to tell you like, like have this many people on your audience and make this kind of product and then make this kind of product. But that's not what I do. <laughs> like I literally go outside, look up at the sky, say like, thank you, God. Thank you for giving me this platform. I'm here to serve. I'm here to do the work what do I need to do? And I like brainstorm myself and I get in my heart. Like, even if you're not a spiritual person, like get in your heart and like, think about how much you love your audience and like, ask yourself, like, you know, I love these people so much. How can I help them? And ask yourself, like, get in your heart, like not in your head, in your heart. And that's how, like literally how I make decisions. Like, I don't know how else to say it. And I wish I had like a more like systematic way to tell you, like where it's like, oh, you know, you get this many people on your list and then make a workbook and then get this. But that's, that's not how business works. That's not how like life works, right? So it just depends on your audience. If you guys want to tell me your audience and what your ideas are, like I'll tell you what I like if I think I'll give you feedback on them if you want. I'm still working my way through this one question. Hold on. I got to read it. Do you think do you brainstorm or just think of what could be helpful to your avatar? Yeah, I I ask myself a lot like what are people struggling with? What is my message? What is my purpose? How can I serve? Right? So I ask myself like those kind of questions. If you don't have an idea for a product, um it'll come it'll come to you. Just keep making free content. But if you're really trying to brainstorm, if you want ideas to brainstorm on, sit down with your journal, get really quiet. Think about how amazing life is. Think about how thankful you are to have the audience that you have. Don't think about how big other people's audiences. This is like what gets people tripped up is like, you know, people start comparing themselves to other people or like, I don't have a big enough email list or I don't know if I can do this or like, what if I'm not knowledgeable enough? You have to be decide to be certain. You can help people. You have a message. You have the capabilities to do this. Decide. I know I can help people. I am so thankful for my audience, the size that it is now. I have the perfect audience. I have the perfect business. I know the perfect thing to say. How am I going to say it? Because when you get in your head with all these other fears, that's what trips people up about products. And that energy, like people feel your energy on the internet. When I get online and speak to my people from my heart, from a place of like, I love them. I'm here to serve them. I'm here to do this. Like, let me like speak to your freaking heart. When I get on the internet in that energy, like, and I'm certain, I'm like, I know, I know the right thing to say to someone. I know I can get on live stream and change someone's life. I know I have the right things to say. I know the words always come to me. I know the perfect words always come to me at the perfect time. I know. And I tell myself those things, right? And then I create the product. If you create a product from like, I don't know if anybody's going to like me, or I don't know if my message is good, or I don't know if this is the right thing to be making, or I don't know. People feel that energy. Do you understand? So like, get in your heart, get certain, decide, like you guys all can help people. I truly believe that. And that's why I'm so passionate about trying to help you guys is because I believe in my heart that you are completely capable of changing people's lives, that you have a powerful message, that you're called to this work for a reason, that you found me and my group for a reason, and you're here to do the damn thing. And we're here to help a lot of people, right? And we're on a mission. We're not here to mess around. Sorry, I have... I can't like see my phone because I just I said in the beginning I just got an iPhone and I don't know how to work it. <laughs> I love that inspired action. Get in your heart and trust yourself. Yeah, it's safe for you to trust yourself. This is like another one of my prayers or like affirmations. I say it's I always say you know it's safe for me to it's safe for me to trust myself. I'm guided. It's safe for me to trust my intuition. It's safe for me to trust my heart. It's safe for me to follow my gut. I'm guided. I'm divinely supported. I cannot fail. Like that's a core belief I have, right? 
that really serves me in making products and doing anything in business. Like I cannot feel I'm divinely guided. It's safe for me to trust myself. It's safe for me to take the next step. It's safe for me to go big. It's safe for me to take risks. I'm divinely supported and things always work out for me and my success is inevitable, right? You get in that space and then make products from that space and you'll know the answer, right? You can feel the energetic difference. When I'm in that space, I'm like, I know, I always know the right things to say. I know I can help someone. I know I'm here to change people's lives. I know I have the perfect audience size for this like new product I'm trying to make. I know I know the perfect thing to say and I get quiet and I ask myself like, what is the next step? Like you can feel the difference. Like when you sit down with that energy and then brainstorm. If you sit down and brainstorm and you're like, like, I don't know what my product is and I've never made a product before and I don't know if my list is big enough and so-and-so has 20,000 and I only have 200. If you sit down and brainstorm from that place, do you see the difference between like sitting down and brainstorming like, like I'm here to serve, I'm here to help. Like I know I can do it. I know I'm meant to this. I know I'm called, I know I'm divinely guided. I know I cannot fail. I know my success is inevitable and I'm here to do it. And you sit down and then brainstorm. You see the difference and that, it sounds like, I don't know, it might sound stupid to you guys, but that's what I do. Like, that's literally what I do. And it's brought me a lot of success. Like, I can only speak about the things that I know have worked for me. And, you know, that's why I, I feel like the things that have worked for me are a lot different than have worked for a lot of other people. Because I don't hear a lot of other bloggers, like, getting online being like, go outside and say prayers and then brainstorm and, like, take inspired action. Like, I don't hear people talking about that a lot. So I want to share this with you guys because it works for me and it's different than what I hear a lot of people saying, you know, talking about in the online space. And it really does serve me. It really is what I do. It really, and it's, I think that's how I've found success. Like I attribute my success to following my heart. I attribute my success to my mindset, you know, and the strategy, the strategy stuff will come, right? If you're in that space where you're like, I know I'm here to help. I know I have a mission. A mission. I know I know the right things to say. I know I know what to do. You'll find the strategy. You'll find the things to say, right? You'll find the product to make. You'll find whatever it is you need to do. Sorry, I'm still reading these comments. Hold on. <laughs> How do you determine the best format for your products? The same way. <laughs> this is like so annoying. This is like, you know, my answer to everything, right? But okay, so I'll talk about I'll talk about a little bit of strategy for you guys. Like, you know, really what I would do is like, I would ask myself, you know, okay, this is the message they need. How do I feel most excited to deliver it? A lot of the ways I make decisions about making content, oh, thank you guys for the hearts. The, a lot of the ways I make decisions about making content is what do I feel excited about? If you don't feel excited about making a course, don't make a course. <laughs> if you don't feel excited about making a workbook, don't make a workbook, right? There's a thousand different ways to deliver these messages. You could make an audio, an MP3 series of like pep talks. You could make a workbook. You could make worksheets. You could make a course. You could make a, I mean, you can find all kinds of different examples online. Which one makes you the most excited? That's how I like pick, honestly. It's like, what am I most excited to do? And and when I look at my list too of like ideas, like, like I said, every time I get ideas for products, I write them down. And then if I'm thinking about the next step, usually I do this like kind of like once a quarter where I'll like kind of plan out what my products are gonna be for the next 90 days. And I'll look at that and I'll be like, what is exciting to me on this? What am I like, yes, like I can't freaking wait to talk about that. I can't wait to teach this. I can't wait to make this product. Can't wait to sell it. Can't wait to change people's lives. Can't wait. Like, you know, that kind of, what makes you feel that energy? If you have the energy around like an idea where you're like, no, 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 like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, I, you know, I do the things that I'm excited about. And that's kind of part of like following your intuition, right? What like excites you, what lights you up. But then there's, you know, there's different ranges you can start with. If you've never sold anything, 
I think it's hard to sell things when you've never sold anything. So if you've never sold a product, I think it's gonna be difficult for most people. Some people are really good like naturally at selling, but most people aren't. And if you've never sold anything online, it's gonna be hard for you to start selling a $200 product. So don't make a product that should be priced at that and then price it at $50. Like I see a lot of new people will make these like incredible courses that are really like $500 worth of content and then they sell it for like 50 bucks. Don't do that. <laughs> make a $50 product and price it at $50, right? Make, instead of making a whole course, maybe just make one workshop, a masterclass, sell it for 30 bucks, sell it for 50 bucks, make um, a tripwire product. You know, sit down and you can map out, I'll do this too where I'll map out a product line. So figure out what your price points are. Usually I want like a $7 product, a $12 product, and then like a $30 product, maybe like a 50 or $60 product. That's kind of my range. Like I sell low end, like I do. I sell low end, that's like my, what I feel called to do and that's what I do. Some people sell high end, some people, there's no right or wrong, right? That's just what I do. But ask yourself, what are your price points? Which price points do you want products at? You know, a $7 product, a $12 product, a $20 product, a $60 product, a $100 product, that could be your, your line. And then brainstorm ideas under each price point. And then start at the bottom, at the low end, and start practicing selling. Because selling it low, selling an $8 workbook is gonna feel a lot easier for you to get behind than selling a $500 course. You see what I mean? So, so map out your products, low to high, and then make your low end offer and then sell the crap out of it. <laughs> sell it everywhere. Practice like getting online and talking about this workbook. I just made this workbook, it's so amazing. Go on your Facebook group, do a live, go on Instagram, make a blog post, make an email funnel, you know, and practice selling it. And then once you're selling the $8 product, then start selling the $12 product and then like work your way up, right? Because energetically, because I believe people can feel your energy online, that's like my personal belief. If you're scared of selling, if you don't believe your product is really worth $200 or $500 or whatever you're selling, it's not gonna sell because people can feel that energy from you. They can feel like the hesitation. If you're like, I have a $500 product and you freaking need it and I know it will change your life and I know it works and I know it's valuable and I know it's incredible and you get online with that energy and sell it, you're gonna have a much better chance of selling it. But I think it's hard to get in that energy if you've never sold anything. So sell an $8 workbook <laughs> or, or $20 workbook. It doesn't have to be $8, you know what I mean? But sell low end, sell whatever your low end is gonna be. And figure out, you know, am I gonna sell low end or high end? If you're gonna sell $500 coaching packages, you might not need a $7 product, right? I mean, it just depends what you're gonna sell. So to figure out at least what your low end is gonna be, what your high end is gonna be, and then figure out what products are gonna be in there and then start filling them in. And that's literally, I do that like at the beginning of the year, I map out like my products for 2019. And then each quarter I do 90 day goals. So I'll sit down and I'll be like, okay, what, what products am I gonna launch? You know, what, what products am I gonna launch like this month or next month or whatever it is, you know? And I'm not someone that's launching new stuff all the time. I don't feel the need to like, continually be making tons of products all the time. That's just not my energy. It might be your energy, like I don't know, but that's not how I do my business. And that's like, the other thing is like, you can do this business however you want. You wanna launch every week, every month, every three weeks, whatever, you wanna launch once a year. I know plenty of people that make multiple six figures that launch courses twice a year, that only do two launches a year. So it's like, you get to decide, like what are you gonna launch, what are you gonna make? Are you gonna make low end offers, high end offers? How, much, how often are you gonna launch? all those things and then plan out like your quarter for the next 90 days, what am I gonna make? Even if you have a small list, like make a 
make an $8 offer, make a $12 offer. Like why, why not? Like it's not going to take you that long. It shouldn't take you that long to make a low end offer, make a workbook, make a little mini workshop, make a little, I don't know, whatever you want to make and sell it, you know, low end, even if your list is small, because it's not going to take you that much time. And then you can get practice, you know, selling, you can practice like selling your stuff and you can figure out what people like and what they don't like. And like, you know, don't have unrealistic expectations. If you have a small list and you have an $8 product, you know, you're probably not going to make that much money, but maybe you'll start like making, I know in the beginning, like, you know, I would be thrilled just to even make 20 bucks to help me like offset my cost of my website and stuff. And you can start slowly like offsetting your costs, even when you're not like getting that much traffic, you know, or have that big of an email list. So I, I suggest like people start, I guess, with low end, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> these questions I can't you guys know I can't like answer like a short question to save my life I swear thank you for answering my questions today Gabby yay I'm so glad you're on here okay let me know if this is making sense and if you have any other questions I'm slowly going through this long <laughs> paragraph of questions you asked me hold on let me look at it again how do you determine the best format for your products like how do you determine if a product is best suited for an email series or a printable ebook or a membership site Okay, so for your format, I would start, I always start with like the message and the outcome. What do you want people to do? What action do you want them to take? What result do you want them to get? What is the outcome they're gonna get from the product? And then figure out what is the best way to do that and what way makes you most excited, right? That's what I was saying before. It's like, if you're excited about making a course about this, then freaking go make a course about it. But if you're like, ugh, like making a course sounds like the worst thing ever, I don't wanna do that at all, don't do it. The other thing I'll say about this though, do not use this as permission to not make a course because you've never done it and it's scary because I know like when I first made my course, I thought it was like super cringy. I was like, didn't want to do it and it felt really hard and you know, now I make courses all the time. So sometimes you have to push yourself through that uncomfortable space. Does that make sense? So it's like, are you not excited because you've never done it before and it's scary or are you not excited because it's not the right like the right format for your people and that's a question like you have to ask yourself a lot of this is like getting really honest with yourself about the answers that you're giving right because we can give it ourselves excuses all day like I can give myself excuses all day not to go on camera or not to talk about the stuff you know but it's like is it which way serves my audience is it because out of my own ego and my own fear I don't want to go on camera or is it because you know, I think that the information could be presented in a better way. What way serves your audience? And I believe like if we're showing up to serve, I believe you're always divinely supported when you're showing up to serve. So if you're showing up to serve in your business to serve people, you will be successful. It might not be this product, but maybe you're going to learn a lesson from this, pro like this launch or making this product that's going to get you to the next successful product. Does that make sense? So it's not like being divinely guided and supported doesn't mean everything you do is successful 100% of the time. It means that you are learning the lessons that you need at the right time to get you to the place that you need to be eventually, right? And sometimes they're hard lessons. I've launched things that have failed. Everyone has launched things that have failed. That's part of the game. Like, <laughs> the quicker you guys give yourself permission to just suck and fail and launch things and make things that people don't like or don't want, the easier this is going to be for you. I've made things that I thought were going to be amazing that I thought were like people were going to love and no one bought them. <laughs> like, you know, but now I have a better sense of like why those things didn't sell. What does my audience actually want? You know, how do I actually do a launch? I learned the lessons I needed to learn from those failures to get me to where I am now. Does that make sense? But you have to walk through that process. You can't get there without going through the, pro the process, right? You have to be willing to be 
in the struggle. You have to be willing to put things out and have them fail. And like, who cares? As long as you're putting stuff out, you're already a huge success. You're already so far ahead of most people that want to ever start. And I think I've, did I do a live on this or I don't remember. I talk so much on the internet. Sometimes I can't remember like where I said what thing. But I get so many messages all the time from women that want to start businesses. They want to be bloggers. They want to do all these things. And they're scared to start. And most of them never start their businesses, you guys. So if you have already started a business and you have an email list with people on it and you make a product and your product fails, you are a fuck, just light years ahead of all these people that want to start businesses, right? You think like you launched your product and you failed and it's like this setback and you're so far back from where you want to be, but you're not. You're so far ahead. You're so far ahead. You're crushing it. As long as you're making content, you know, with good intentions to serve your people and you're showing up and you're doing the things, you're winning. It doesn't matter if you launch something and no one buys it because you're learning the lesson to get you to the successful product. You're learning the lesson to get you closer where you need to be. And you're divinely guided and you're supported and it's safe to try things and it's safe to fail because ultimately your success is inevitable, right? If we're showing up to serve, if you're showing up to serve your audience, you're showing up to help, you know, the universe will always support you. The universe is not gonna drop you. It's just not. Like it will work out for you as long as you're moving. But when you're not moving, that's like, you know, nothing is gonna happen. You have to be willing to willing to fail and willing to struggle and willing to, you know, have things not pan out the way you want sometimes. And that's just business. Like that just is business. It's up and down, right? I think I'm gonna record a podcast later about like the ups and downs of business. Hold on, let me see if I answered all these questions. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest doing a membership site right off the bat, Gabby. I, I see you like mentioned a membership site. Um, I don't know. I have no idea like how big of an audience you guys have, but I think most of you probably are like just starting. And so when you're just starting, like I said, like start low end, like do, yeah, do a workbook, do an ebook, do, you know, something that you could make that you could sell for $12 and be excited if someone bought it, right? You never want to be selling your products and be like, man, I worked so hard on that. I only made $12. <laughs> you want to be like excited where you're like, oh, I made that workbook and people are buying it. It's so fun. I've been having like pretty good success with Tripwire lately. I could, there's actually, if you guys are in EBA, there's a really good training Angela did about Tripwires. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if you're in that group, it's worth going to find. And if you want me to find it for you, um, leave me a comment and I'll, I'll try to tag you in it later. You have to be enrolled in the Elite, Elite Blog Academy group to be able to see it. But yeah, make a freaking $5 product and put it on a tripwire. So that way when people opt into your freebie, you know, you're like, here's the freebie. And also if you buy this thing right now, I'm gonna give it to you for $5. It's usually $15, but if you buy it within the next 10 minutes, it's $5. And that seems to work pretty well for, for some people, you know, and it depends on your traffic. You're not gonna make a bazillion dollars off of that if you only have a few people opting in a day, but you might sell one once in a while. And that's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to start making like, a little bit of money when you're making no money, right? There are other questions. I'm trying to find them. So hold on. Oh, Kim left me a comment. Jacqueline left me a comment. Uh, okay. Ashley, is it best to start out with a small product that you don't charge much for before creating a larger, more expensive product? Yeah, I kind of answered that. So sit down and like map out your products, right? What are your low end offers? What are your high end offers? All that stuff. And like, yeah, like I said earlier, like I think it's easier for people energetically to get behind selling low end. So that's why I would say low end. But if you're called to make a, a course and you wanna charge $200 for it, you know, do that. Like I said, you know, there's people that 
that sell only $5,000 courses. I mean, it depends like what you're helping people with. What are you teaching them? What, you know, what I don't, I have no idea because it's so different for everyone, right? In this online space. But I think, I think probably starting with low end is probably a good idea. But I also probably think like you should follow your intuition, like first and foremost, right? That's kind of my answer to everything. It's like, what's in your heart to do? for your business, for where you're at. Ask yourself, what's the next step for my business? That's like something I'll journal on a lot or I'll think about a lot or I'll ask myself a lot. What is the next step, right? And I say it as a prayer because I'm spiritual, but you don't have to. You can just ask yourself and journal on it. Like, what's the next step for my business? You know, I'm spiritual, so I'll be like walking around outside and I'll be like, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to take the next step. I'm willing to take action. What is the next step, right? And I'll ask to be like divinely guided. How much content and email subscribers should we have before investing time into a product? Yeah, I mean, I think, I know in like EBA, they tell you to have a thousand subscribers and then you do like your launch and that's probably pretty good advice. If you feel like you have the time and energy to make a product, a low end product before that and you wanna like get it up and see if you can make a little bit of money, like you can do that. I think in the beginning, if you don't have traffic and you don't have an email list, like it's, it takes, it can take like a tremendous amount of energy in the beginning to get traffic. And so if you're not getting traffic and no one's coming to your site and you're not getting email, like focusing all of your energy only on like one, one thing, like one issue, I still do this in my blog. So if I'm doing product creation, I'm not focusing on building traffic. If I'm focusing on building traffic, I'm not focusing on making products, right? It's like, what is your goal? Like you can kind of ask yourself, I do quarterly goals. So what's the goal for the quarter or what's the goal for the month? And ask yourself, like, where are the leverage points in my business, right? There's times where it's like, I know if I get my traffic up, I can hit this amount of money. And that's my goal, right? So I'll pour all of my energy into getting my traffic up. Or I'll be like, you know what? I really need like, better selling products at this price level or I really need to launch new products because my audience hasn't seen a new product from me in a while you know and so I'll put all of my energy into that where people get screwed up in the beginning is they're trying to do all of the things right and and you can't do that I still can't do that I don't have like a team right it's just me still <laughs> so I can't like be making a, when I'm trying to build traffic you guys I write one to two blog posts a day which is kind of psychotic and but like that's what I do like really I cannot do that and like build my products like I just can't like there's just it's just too much and it, it's not as effective right I like to the way I do it is I figure out where the leverage points are what's the next step in my business right I'll ask myself those questions like what will get me to the next level and then I'll focus all of my energy like razor sharp into whatever that answer is so if it's traffic I'll go really hard on traffic um Jennifer Maker just did this in December, right? Where she was like, I'm, she made a YouTube video every day for 30 days and a blog post, which is totally nuts. You don't have to do that. But I'm just saying like, she wasn't making products during that time, right? She wasn't doing anything else. She was just focusing on traffic. So I think in your business, it can really, really serve you to be really singularly focused. So if you know, you're like, I just don't have enough traffic. Like I just don't have enough email subscribers or or I need more traffic. If you know that, just focus on that. Don't worry about the products, right? Because it, I mean, the truth is, this is like kind of a harsh truth, but the truth is if like people aren't coming to your website, it doesn't matter how great your product is, you don't have enough people to buy it, right? Even a great like, 
what is a great opt-in rate? They say like 1% of people coming to your site and opting in is like pretty average. And then off of that 1% that opt into your email, an even tinier percentage of that percentage is going to buy, right? So, I mean, I have hundred like 100,000 people on my website usually a month, but I'm not selling 100,000 products, you know what I mean? Like I sell like a very tiny fraction because you know, probably like one or 2% of them opt into my list. And then once they're on my list, like, you know, a few percentage of those people end up buying. So you need a lot of traffic unless you're selling high end, then you just need one person to buy a $10,000 product, right? So I don't know. Does that answer that? God, I can't, I wish I could speak concisely, but I just can't. Okay, let me see. I think there's one more. You guys need anything else from me? Oh, Ashley says, yes, I'm an EBA. I can't wait to take that tripwire bonus course. It's in the group. I don't know if they put it in the bonus. They might have. But this girl, um, I'm friends with her. Her name is, I can't remember if she goes by Angelica or Angela, but she's very, very good. And she like sat down and made a whole workshop about her tripwire, which she makes like, like $13,000 a month selling this like $7 tripwire on her website. And people were asking her like, how the F are you doing this? And she made like a really nice workshop for free. And she put it in the EBA group. Um, I'll have to see if I can find it, but it was just such a nice, like, nice offering that she did that for everyone. It was just really, and it's like, you know, 30 or 40 minutes long. It's like a whole workshop of her, like showing how she does it and how she sets up her page and like how she makes the product and everything. It's really, really nice. So if you haven't seen that and you want to do a tripwire, that's actually like, I haven't actually seen a lot of really good tripwires and I haven't looked at the bonuses in EBA yet. So maybe there is a bonus in there. I don't know. Hold on. Let me. I'm trying to read my computer and talk to you guys, but I don't have my glasses on, so hold on. <laughs> How do you decide which products to charge for and which to give away for free? I'm not at that point in EBA yet, but I'm curious. Okay, so my freebies, I tell people, your freebie should not take you more than 15 or 20 minutes to create, and it shouldn't take your reader more than 10 minutes to consume. So your freebies are gonna be lead magnets for your paid product, right? Your freebies are gonna be things like checklists, uh, worksheet, um, 10 tips for this, printable, printable something. Like it's usually like one PDF page. I have some that are like journal prompts that I made into like a workbook. Um, you could do something like that if you want. And then your paid products are things that take more time to consume. And the reason why is because when you give something away for free, people, don't see the value in spending their time, investing their time in consuming it. And you're actually doing your people a huge disservice. And this took me a really long time to learn. <laughs> so I used to make my workshops all the time and give them away for free on the website because I felt like I'm called and I'm here to serve and all this stuff. But I realized that when I gave them away for free, you can see in Teachable like how many people watch your stuff and how many people finish them and people were not watching them because it, they don't want to spend 45 minutes on a free product. If I sell it to them, you know, for $10, $20, $30, whatever I'm selling it for that month, they're more likely to invest their time into sitting down and watching it. And when they're invested, they're a lot more likely to get results. So I was actually not, I was actually getting people less results by giving things away for free. Does that make sense? So don't do that. <laughs> We want to help people, right? We're here to serve. And like the same thing with like people talk about EBA is like expensive because it's like what a grand now, I think. But when you invest a thousand dollars in your business, you're a lot more likely to do the work because EBA and becoming a blogger is an, a crap ton of work, right? It's an unbelievable amount of work. 
But when you, you're like, I have a thousand dollars on the table. Like I have skin in the game. Like I'm going to learn like from this like course, like I'm going to do everything. When I took it, I think it was $700, but that $700 was all of the money I had. It was like literally all of my money. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I'm going to learn everything I can and I'm going to watch these videos twice and I'm going to do all the homework. You know, would I have done that if I hadn't invested $700, right? I got better results because I paid, you know, I was financially invested. So you don't want to make freebies, you know what I mean, that require an investment of people's time because people generally are not going to invest their time unless they're financially invested, right? And you'll get people better results by charging them more money. And that sounds like harsh because like not everyone has money and I understand that because I literally like would love to help everyone and just give every way, everything away for free. But I can't do that because people will not get the results. People will not change their lives from a free course. They just won't, right? People would not make it through EBA if EBA were free. People make it through EBA because they have skin in the game. They have a thousand dollars on the table, right? They've been, they're invested. They're financially invested. Does that make sense? So your freebie should be something that doesn't require a lot of time, right? That's what I'm saying. Like it's like one page. It should take them 10 minutes to consume. That's about all of the time people are willing to invest into a free product. Even like an ebook. If somebody gave me a free ebook, I'm not going to read it. I'm not because it takes time and I don't have time, right? If I buy a book from Barnes & Noble, I'm much more likely to read it because I've just spent a bunch of money on it. Um, so I hope that makes sense. But yeah, I would do a free product and your free product should lead to your paid product. So if I know I'm going to be launching a paid product about, I don't know, positive thinking, I'm going to start doing a free product related to that. I'm going to do a 10 things to do when you've had a bad day. I'm going to do 10 mindset tricks to blah, 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 free like guide. I'll do like a free uh, positive thinking printable phone call. <laughs> Am I back? Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Me and the cell phone, I swear. So I'll do like a freebie related to my paid product, right? Because I know if people are opting into that, they're going to be a lot more likely to buy my paid product. Does that make sense? Because it's directly related. If I have a free product about laundry and how to, how to organize your house, and then I'm trying to sell a course on positive thinking, my conversion rate is going to be a lot lower because most of the people that opted in for the freebie related to the laundry are not going to care about my positive thinking course. So you want to make them as directly related as possible. If you are selling, my blog is like a mental health blog, right? So if I'm selling a course, like maybe I'll sell a workshop of how to stop a panic attack workshop, right? I'll do a freebie that is like a panic attack checklist or like panic attack journal thing, right? Related. Those two things are closely related. Do you understand? So that way, like people that opt into that are going to be more interested in my product. So you can make them like kind of link together. So if you're not ready for products yet, start messing with your freebies. Start having your idea of like, okay, when I do make products, I wanna do low end offer, high end offer, medium offer. These are gonna be my offers, right? Figure out what you're gonna sell at what price point. And then you can start making freebies related to the products that you wanna develop in the future. So if you're not there yet to where you feel like it's worth your time to invest into making a product, you can make freebies that will be building your list with the right people. If you build a bunch of people off of a freebie that's not related to a product that you wanna make, most of those people are not gonna buy your product when you launch it, right? So think about what would be your first product that you would like to launch or some idea of what it would be about and then start making a bunch of freebies related to that and that way your list will convert higher. Okay, 
I think that's it. I think that I answered all the questions. You guys need anything else? I gotta record two more podcasts. I'm behind. This week has been a heck of a week, you guys. I swear. It's been good because I've been really creatively inspired, but um, I am behind on my podcast game. <laughs> okay. I don't see any more questions, so I think I'm gonna hop off. If you guys need anything from me, leave it in the group. I'm gonna try and go through the group and like answer comments. I can't be in there every day, but I'll try to go through like once or twice a week and respond to your guys' comments. And then if there's questions like like today, I saw like, you know, that there was a bunch of questions about products. I'm happy to come on and do live and like riff on whatever and give you pep talks, give you whatever you need. I'm gonna record a podcast, so hopefully, I don't know. In my mind, it'll be up later, but I feel like that might not happen. It might not be up till tomorrow. But in the next, I don't know, let's just say two to three days, there'll be a new podcast. <laughs> you know what happens is like, I'll record them and then um, I just get distracted. I need to like sit down and take the time to edit them because you guys see me talking live. Like, can you imagine listening to a podcast like this? I have to edit it down so it's not so all over the place. And that takes me like a, ch a chunk of time. And so I'll record them and then I never have time to edit them. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Okay, good. I hope this helped. I will talk to you guys soon. If you need anything, put it in the group. Uh, look for the podcast. I'll post it when it comes out. And I love you guys. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Yes, brainstorm your product line. I would love to see like what you guys come up with for your like, show me like in the group, like your low and medium and high end offers and like what your freebie is going to be. I would love to see that. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Oh, I can listen to your advice all day. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You guys are really sweet to me. I really appreciate that. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon.